Welcome to the Poultry Health Today podcast, where we talk all health, all the time. Hear engaging interviews with today's leading industry experts. Hosted by Poultry Health Today editors, podcast episodes highlight the latest ideas, insights, and advice to improve poultry health, welfare, performance, and food safety. Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Tony Newsom of Fieldale Farms. And I know that you're a division manager, Tony, but that's really an oversimplification of all your responsibilities. You're involved with the hatchery, live production, and also the feed mill. That's correct. You're a busy guy. Uh, not too bad. <laughs> you know, um, Fieldale Farms has been one of the pioneers with no antibiotics ever production. Lots of companies have since jumped on that bandwagon, but um, you probably have some of the most experience with it in the industry. Um, what, what, have, what were the biggest challenges? Well, we started in the uh, NAE probably 15 plus years ago. Uh, we started out small to start with. Uh, as we went through it, obviously biosecurity, bacteria loads, that type of thing play a far greater part when you have nothing as far as an antibiotic to stand on. So we basically started from the ground up. It started with breeders and pullets and and through the hatcheries to try to get the cleanest chick we could possibly get out into the broiler house. Uh, then from there, trying to feed them the best thing we could to to ensure their health. And it's been a long process. Uh, we feel like we've figured it out at this point. What was the biggest challenge? Well, I think obviously trying to keep birds from getting sick, <laughs> you know. Uh, you hear the war story still with people who are trying to go NAE and how many flocks they have to treat in a, in a given week or whatever. Uh, that started with, like I said, with pullets and breeders, egg pack, trying to get clean eggs into the hatchery, making sure that we did everything in the hatchery every day that was supposed to be done. Uh, I don't think there's any great secrets to how to run a hatchery and what needs to be done. I think the problem is all of us get caught up in lack of help or whatever the case may be and we let things go that we really know need to be done every day. Uh, so to, to run antibiotic free, you can't let them go. They all have to be done. And of course, one of the first antibiotics that needs to be pulled in an operation is the one that was being used in the hatchery in association with Inovo vaccination. And of course, Inovo vaccination has pretty much become standard practice in the industry. Uh, what kinds of things did you have to do when you stopped using the antibiotic in the hatchery? Well, like I said, we, we really worked on hen flocks, on egg pack coming into the hatchery. We tried to get eggs as clean as we could possibly get coming into the hatchery. Uh, before you punch that hole in an egg, we were trying to make sure we had the cleanest surface we could. I think as long as everything's clean and everything's done by the book, you can get by without the genomycin. We, we've, we've done it now probably 15 years with, with really good success. And, you know, the interesting thing is the Inovo vaccination is used for different diseases, but they all help protect against Marek's disease. And that is so 
critical for optimizing the immunity of a flock. And I guess that becomes even more important when you're raising chickens without antibiotics. That's correct. Yes, I've been through some times with other companies where we quit vaccinating for Merrick's and, and I can tell you, it, it it's fine for a little while and then all of a sudden one day you wake up and you're in the worst trouble you've ever been in. Tell me a little bit more about that situation. Uh, we, we were under vaccinating, I won't say where, but I woke up one morning to a phone call that, that the plant was shut down and and we were probably 60 to 70% tumors from leukosis. Uh, so lots of condemnations. Oh, good God. It was awful. And getting out of it is, you know, obviously it's six or seven weeks to get out of it if you know you're in trouble, if you know what to do. But... Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to be without vaccinating for Merrick's for any length of time. And and we grow a premium product, uh, and we don't want to take a chance with with something like that interfer interfering with the flow. Uh, we're not about growing cheap chicken. We're trying to grow the best chicken we know how to grow. Uh, my kids eat it, my grandkids eat it, and I, I want to make sure it's the best chicken we can grow. Now, we talked about Marek's disease and its uh, impact on the immune system, but I imagine when you're not using antibiotics, controlling those secondary infections, those viruses, and having a robust vaccination program has got to be really important. And, and we do. We vaccinate probably as strenuous as anybody, in, at least in our area of the world. And that all depends on what part of the world you're in. But uh, we we try our best to vaccinate for everything that that we can to try to keep from compromising immune. We wind up vaccinating, to be honest, for with a multitude of segregated vaccines instead of a combined vaccine. Uh, but our our condom rates are probably about as good as anybody's in the country, in us NAE. So it took a while, but but we got there. And I know that fighting bacteria is a never-ending battle. And of course, if you don't have antibiotics, it becomes even more difficult. What are some of the other things that you need to do in live production to uh, keep these birds strong, robust, and healthy? Well, we, we do a lot of work with floors and litter conditions, that type thing. Uh, the big one that we fight every day is trying to keep houses as dry as we can because that moisture obviously just aids the bacteria load that much more. Uh, use a lot of, of litter amendments, that type thing, to, to try to help keep the, the, the litter dry more than anything. And what about, uh, let's talk a little bit about food safety. Um, obviously, salmonella is a fact of life in poultry production. And it used to be something that would be, you know, primarily the job of processing to control. But there's a lot of pressure on live production now to reduce the amount of salmonella that's going into the processing plant. What sort of steps are you taking? Well, mainly ours is, is from a sanitary standpoint of, of, of trying to keep rodents down, that type thing at, at, 
at the broiler houses, at the breeder houses, uh, is really where our part of it comes in. And the feed we make as far as when the bird consumes it, uh, obviously we do the best job we know how, and everything we do is pelletized to try to help knock those loads down in feed supply. We, we pelletize everything, including our breeder feed, trying to help with those salmonella levels in the hen flock before the eggs are produced. Okay. Well, Tony, I was told that I should definitely interview you because you could talk about just about anything in the poultry industry and you've more than lived up to your billing. Well, I thank you, but I'm not that smart. I've just been around a long time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll leave it there, and I hope uh, we can get you back. We've been talking to Tony Newsom. He's a division manager for Fieldale Farms. Tony, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Poultry Health Today podcast. To get the latest news and interviews delivered to your inbox twice a week, subscribe to our e-newsletter by visiting poultryhealthtoday.com slash join.